0: Hello and welcome to the My Steel Quality podcast. I'm Adam Roussel. Steel output remains high across China to meet the country's robust demand as it continues to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. This is affecting prices across the market and for this reason, assessing total steel inventories is essential to not only understanding steel demand but also raw material prices. Here to discuss this with me is Chani Zhou, an analyst at, on the MySteel Ironware team. Chenny, thank you for joining us. Hello, Adam. What does a typical year look like uh, at this time uh, for steel inventories in China? And has this year been any different?
1: Uh, well, usually we will experience some increase and decrease of steel inventory across the whole year. And for the time being, we are uh, currently see the passive destocking stocking phase. And that was uh, usually happened after the China's rainy season and will end before the winter storage season. Okay, for the listeners out there, what
0: is passive destocking? Uh,
1: in general, the passive destocking just means the declining of the steel inventory, but the passive means the steel mills, the steel mills, uh, the demand is a. Uh, basically uh, depends on the market demand is not the incentive of steel mills so that means steel mills will not easily to sell uh, steel products uh, at a very low level
0: okay so basically the the steel mills are simply putting out steel and people are buying they don't need to create incentives for mm-hmm, yeah um, where are we now in terms of steel inventories
1: and now, based on the latest survey of my steel uh, team, the current steel inventory level is about uh, is less than 14 million tons, and it keeps a de-stocking rate at nearly 5%. Um, we should pay attention that the destocking stocking rate this week is higher than last week, so it means the steel consumption over the past week is very strong, but anyway... Uh, the the current steel inventory level is nearly like nineteen percent percentage points over the same period of last year, but, it even, high, but uh, uh, even it's high, uh, but even it's yeah even it's a high level, but uh, for 2020 the whole year, this level is relative at a very low level.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. are we seeing any differences in terms of long and flat steel demand?
1: Well, uh, we're seeing long steel demand is uh, slowing down because of the China's winter season commenced. So, as you know, there are some construction projects were stopped to running, and so the demand from property and from uh, the construction projects were reduced. But uh, for flat steel, because you know the flat steel demand uh, has recovered. Uh, in the third quarter and the fourth quarter at a very fast speed. So for now, the flat flat steel demand is very high.
0: Okay. And why is flat steel demand so high right now?
1: Um, I think we can say, uh, firstly, I think, uh, because, you know, uh, except for China, other countries are are recovering from COVID-19. So... That's uh, basically the the very simple reason for 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 the for the recovery of the whole market. And then there, uh, the strong demand from auto markets and the heavy trunks and container. And for example, the uh, auto market, the demand from auto markets has uh, shown uh, five five months net growth. And lastly, uh, we can say a lot of. Uh, uh, export uh, orders for home appliance. So that will support the demand for flat steel. I think. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, should also note a couple of things uh, for the listeners out there. Uh, number one is that uh, construction demand uh, usually tapers off in the north of China due to the winter months, as Cheney mentioned, though mm-hmm. it does continue in the south, and many mills in the north do ship southbound uh, during the winter months. Uh, another thing to note is that uh, China's purchasing man- manager's index, or PMI, for manufacturing actually exceeded uh, 54 this past month. Uh, anything above 50 in- indicates growth, and 54 is-, is quite a high number in this regard. Yes. Um, what can we expect uh, from steel prices moving into the first quarter of 2021, Jenny? Um Well, uh, for
1: 2021, um, we can see usually the January and February are the low season for still demand, uh, given the cold weather in China and especially in North China and the China's Lunar New Year holiday. And so, but in March, after the end of the cold weather and the Lunar New Year holiday, the some newly started projects and the reception of work will uh, like boost steel demand. So we're seeing the steel demand may peak until April. Um, so in that case, we believe the uh, price for long steel will be uh, like reach below four thousand RMB per ton. But for but but for flat steel, that's a different case. Give, uh, give its high demand for now and for the foreseeable future, um, that could be higher than that of uh, long steel.
0: Yes, uh, it should also be noted that China's GDP is expected to exceed uh, 8% growth next year, and that does bode well for manufacturing. Um, what trends do we normally see in China's iron ore market this time of year, and what are we seeing this year?
1: Well, usually before China's Lunar New Year holiday, the iron price will be uh, supported by the purchasing activities amongst new mills for their winter storage. Um, But for this year, you know, given the current high iron price. The now the iron ore price uh, appro- is approaching like nearly 160 uh, USD per ton. That's a seven-year record high. So, given such a high iron price, the profit margin of the steel mills are narrowing. So it's nearly the break-even. So in that case, steel mills, uh, China steel mills, are uh, they are few uh, uh, cautious about the purchasing activities for their winter storage so we believe some correction of uh, iron price may support the demand for iron ore um, but the exact numbers is hard to say for iron price yeah
0: okay very good um, thank you all for listening in thank you cheney for joining us uh, this has been the my steel commodity podcast take care everybody